Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. I could not resist opening the show with a summer song to make all of you aware that at least in my opinion, when it hits Labor Day weekend, for all intent and purposes, summer is over. You might remember when you were going to school, how Labor Day always marked you had one more day of vacation. Usually it was on a Tuesday, and then school started on a Wednesday. So Labor Day weekend is always a bittersweet. But, you know, I want to take a look back, uh, and I thought maybe you would like to join me, and we'll reminisce a little bit about the summer of 2022. And the number to get on board, 803-0930. That's 803-0930. I am Dick Bowerly, and I'm in for Brian and in for Joe, but never fear. Joe will be here at 10 o'clock doing David's show. So as we juggle the schedule around a little bit here on WBEN, we're all dedicated to having a lot of fun as we head into your Labor Day weekend. And of course, the big wing fest is also this weekend. So there's still some things going on, even though summer is winding down. Now, for me, and I wonder how you feel about this, for me, the summer of 22 felt like a return to some large degree of normalcy. Lots of outdoor shows that were uh, no restrictions, people out having a good time. Uh, it just felt like this giant bastion of relief to me because it felt so normal. I mean, I don't have to remind you how lousy the summer of 2020 was. And I don't have to remind you that even last summer, it was getting back to normal was a little bit of a trickle. It really wasn't a like open the spigot and everybody's going to do whatever they want to do again, just like they did many years before. That didn't happen in the summer of 2021. I think people were still, uh, you know, a little unsure how to deal with, you know, with the COVID thing. I think there was still a lot of trepidation uh, and people were maybe afraid to go out and do things or shake hands or hug a friend. A lot of that was going on, I think, last summer. But this year, it's like Katie bar the door, you know, take Open it up full on because it sure felt to me like a wonderful, normal summer. Not to mention the weather, Lucas. And by the way, I should mention Lucas behind the soundboard producing today's show. And we've worked together before. He's not doing traffic today. He's, uh, well, he's, he's going to do his best to make me cohesive, I think. Or at least so he promises me. But anyways, getting, you know, getting back to what I was talking about. This summer was weather-wise, if you like hot if you liked real hot tropical weather, you certainly had it this summer. 
uh, most of the major concert events uh, were that are out, that were outside were largely unaffected by uh, by weather. Now I had I had I think uh, four or five outdoor things booked, only missed one, only missed one on a Sunday afternoon. That was it. All the ones that we really wanted to do, we were able to get in without any problem. I think it was a, just a, a wonderful summer uh, return to normalcy. And, of course, the uh, local produce, as I always like to, to prop up when I'm on, uh, the local produce this year was absolutely outstanding. It was, to me, an absolutely great summer. Now, there was a sad thing about this summer for me. You know, don't get your Kleenex out because it's really not that heavy a topic. But you know what was sad for me this summer? Two of my favorite shows ended. Shows that I have watched for forever, as long as they've been on, that uh, to me were always destination uh, destination watching. Uh, one of those shows being Ozark. Everybody's And I can't play any clips from Ozark as much as I would like to because who didn't love who didn't love Susie? Well, Susie was some Kirby enthusiasm. Ruthie was on Ozark. I can't play anything from her. For obvious re- if you've watched the show, for obvious reasons, I cannot play any Ruthie clips, or the FCC will be very, very angry with me and the radio station. But anyway, so Ozark ends. And it, when, a, when a series that you've watched for a long time ends, there's always that little bit of, like, okay, here's the last episode. Is it going to be a good one? Are they going to wrap things up? Or is it going to be like, uh, you know, I was not a fan when The Sopranos ended. I was not a fan of how that of how that show ended. I thought it was way too inconclusive, uh, way too artsy uh, in the sense that they left the ending up to our interpretation. I don't know about you, but I if I'm watching something, tell me the ending. I don't want to have to make up my own ending. And I did not like the end of The Sopranos. My big takeaway from the ending of The Sopranos, however, if I hear Don't Stop Believing one more time, I swear to God, I am going to uh, lose it. That's the big takeaway from The Sopranos was don't, don't Stop Believing. So anyhow, the ending of Ozark, I thought it nudged a little bit up against The Sopranos, but... Maybe they were leaving the door open to do a follow-up movie. I don't know. But at least it was more or less concluded where all of the major characters, uh, they had some kind of resolution uh, to their issues. And, of course, if you are familiar with Ozark, um, the uh, detective that was stalking them for the majority of the last two seasons, of course, he bites the dust in the very final scene. But all the Bird family escapes. In other words, none of them die. Ruthie uh, she wasn't so lucky. She she uh, she buys the farm, so to speak. But everybody else, the Bird family, they all survive. The uh, the detective who stalks the family, he does not survive. And I think we all could maybe see that coming a little bit. So that was my one depression was the uh, the end of Ozark because I thought that was a fantastic show. The other show that ended that is one of my favorites, Better Call Saul. If you were a fan of Breaking Bad, and I was, although I was a little late to the party on Breaking Bad, I had many of my friends would say, you got to watch Breaking Bad, it's unbelievable. And I, I was a little late to the party, but once I started watching it, uh, I was totally addicted. So I watched uh, all of Breaking Bad, 
And then we did watch Better Call Saul, and I approached that with a little bit of, you know, not knowing what to expect. It was like, is this going to just be a, a cheesy spinoff, or is this going to be something that has any degree of high entertainment value? Well, I thought the show was fantastic. So I'm going to say that the latter is what happened with Better Call Saul. And to me, again, it was uh, it was destination viewing. If you haven't seen it, by the way, either of these shows, they are the most addictive, binge-worthy shows you will ever watch because you will watch an episode and you cannot wait what comes next. Now, the problem with the last episode of uh, the last season of Better Call Saul it was only on AMC, so it was subject to commercials. And, you know, once you're used to hopping on Netflix and watching these shows without commercials, it can be a little cumbersome. So what I used to do and what I have been doing, I will record the shows so that I can zip past the uh, uh, the commercials because I want to get back to the action. So Better Call Saul, spoiler alert, by the way, if you have if you haven't seen the final episode, at the end of all of it, Saul being the unscrupulous uh, 'er ne'er-do-well attorney that seemed to feed off of how much can I get away with without getting caught. And he gets away with a lot of stuff for seven years or however long the show was on. He gets away with everything. But in the end, when it comes down to who's going to pay the price for all of his legal misgivings, he or, or his girlfriend, Kim, Kim looks like she's going to take the fall, but at the very end, Saul admits that, hey, she had nothing to do with it. It's all on me. So the final scene of Saul is there's Kim at the prison fence. Saul is in prison, and uh, as, as well, it should be. So, But that was still sad. I mean, I love those shows. I also, I know my brother Tom is a big fan of Deadwood. Uh, I liked uh, I liked Deadwood. I thought that was a great show. I thought the movie, not so much. The The Deadwood movie, I thought was like, eh, okay. I thought that was more of a, well, we got to do a movie here. So they did the movie, and I don't think it was quite as good as the uh, TV show. 803-0930 is the number to get on board. Uh, we're talking about the end of summer, and I just did my little monologue on the end of two of my favorite shows that happened to end this summer, those being Better Call Saul and also uh, Ozark, two of my favorite shows. They're gone. But when we hit Labor Day weekend, it is to me, it is the end of summer, period. And I think the weather is supposed to be pretty decent this weekend. You've got the uh, Wing Fest to go to. There are still a couple of other random festivals that will be taking place throughout the early fall. But the big glut of outdoor summer entertainment uh, pretty much is uh, is over with right now. So now we have to turn our sights to other things to occupy our time. Now that's going to be real easy because... Guess what's happening next Thursday? And I don't mean to step on the toes of the guys down the hall, but we all know what's going to be happening next Thursday. When last we, speaking of TV shows, when last we saw them, when last we saw them in Kansas City, we all know what happens, that the Bills won that game twice. Unfortunately, the Bills also blew that game twice. So that's our memory, our lingering memory 
of last year. Two phenomenal back-to-back performances by Josh Allen, followed up by, uh, well, you know, we all know the uh, the debacle, uh, the famous 13-second game. And, I again, I can't get too much into that because I don't want to steal the thunder from the guys down the hall. But I am a huge Bills fan. I have been since I was 10 years old. In fact, you know, the first Bills game, by the way, I ever went to, I'm really going to date myself now. My first Bills game was at at the uh, old rock pile in 1962. And it was in December. And the Bills played the Dallas Texans. Now, some of you who are younger are probably thinking, the Dallas Texans? Wait a minute. Aren't they the Houston Texas Texans? Aren't they the Dallas Cowboys? Well, in the early days of the AFL, Dallas had two professional football franchises, and one were the Cowboys, and the other were the Dallas Texans, who would then ultimately move to Kansas City and become the Kansas City Chiefs. So uh, and I was reminded of that this, uh, this week, or was it late last week, when, uh, when Lenny Dawson passed away. Lenny Dawson was the great quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. He also was the host of, uh, uh, on HBO, they had Inside the NFL every week, he and Nick Bonacani. What a great football show that was. Those guys were great. Uh, but I got to see Lenny Dawson in his prime. And by the way, that year in 62, I believe the Dallas Texans actually won the AFL championship. So that was my very, very first Bills game. Now, that was an era, by the way, not like today. That was an era of black and white TVs. So to the point of me going to the rock pile with my dad and with my grandfather to see this game, I had never seen a pro football game in color. I'm serious. I had never seen it. And that was one of the things as a uh, young lad in the fifth grade going to my first Bills game that just mesmerized me. You know, you look at the you look at the field and you see the green and the and the Bills in their blue uniforms and the Chiefs in their white and red uniforms. The color when you're not used to watching a football game in color and all of a sudden you see one, it's kind of like the Wizard of Oz. You know how it starts out black and white but then it ends up getting into color when she gets into Oz. That was sort of the same feeling that I had going to that game. So, anyhow, getting back to the here and now. We all know what happened uh uh, in Kansas City last year, and now we have a team that everybody thinks is going all the way. I happen to think they have a really good shot at going all the way. Uh, I will try to curb my enthusiasm if I may borrow a title from yet another TV show, but I am, like, super stoked. I am really excited about Thursday. The only bad thing, you know, about this football season is now that we have a good team, I, I love Sundays. For football, I mean, not that I. You know, I'll watch the games on Monday. I'll watch the games Sunday night. I'll watch the games on Thursday night, and more on that in a minute. But I, I love the routine of Sundays. I mean, I you get programmed. I'm looking so forward to Sunday. So now the Bills are going to play Thursday, right in L.A. Then we don't see them again until a week from that Monday. So that's a long time in between in between games. So the 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 downside. The downside of having a good football team is they get all these primetime games, which means that a lot of times the games are very, very spread out. And that's going to happen again later in the season. They go to Detroit to play the Lions on Thanksgiving Day, and then we're not going to see them again for like a week from that Sunday. So that's the downside of having a good team. But am I excited? 
yeah, I'm really, really excited. I just hope that uh, Thursday night's game doesn't uh, turn into the same uh, the same kind of uh, letdown uh, that we saw last opening day when the Bills played the Steelers. And again, were very lackluster. It seemed like they were just not prepared at all to play that game. And, you know, when you're going to play the reigning Super Bowl champion in their stadium on a night when they're going to be celebrating their Super Bowl championship from the year before, you better bring your A game. You better bring your A game. I mean, with all of the positive pub, uh, the punter situation notwithstanding last week, but with all the positive pub that the Bills are getting, the last thing they need and we as fans need are for them to lay a gigantic egg against the Rams. I don't think that's going to happen, but, you know, hey, until the kickoff comes, I never know. So anyways, again, getting back to the bitter, sweet end of summer, we talked about some of the bad, you know, some of the good things that happened. And uh, again, it's bad in the sense that we have to kiss the summer of 2022 goodbye, but it's a new beginning. We've got We have a great football team to watch starting on Thursday, and I'm sure many of you are psyched. 803-0930 is the number to get on board, and we're talking, uh, basically, we're kind of putting the wraps on the summer of 2022. What did you do this summer? How would you rate your experience this summer uh, here in western New York? I want to know. I had a a wonderful summer, and and I hope that all of you did, too. You know, the other thing, too, now I don't have to deal with any of these but the other issue with the end of summer, if you're a boater, now you probably have to at least start thinking about, well, when do I take my boat out of the water? Where am I going to put it? And maybe how much is it going to cost me to, uh, to to dock it someplace? And then, of course, if you have a pool, well, that's another issue. You're probably looking at the weather reports going, oh, geez. Covering up a pool is a pain. I know there are companies that do that for you. But uh, I, I can imagine that that would be definitely a, a very uh, not fun moment when it comes to where you have to deal with covering up your pool. Maybe I'm just lazy. But these are some of the things that do come with the end of summer. Again, 803-0930 is the number to get on board. How was your summer? I would really like to know, uh, you know, what did you do? Did you do anything special that was out of the ordinary that was like extra fun? That you'd love to be able to go back and do that, do that again one more time before this weekend, Labor Day weekend hits, and it all comes crashing, uh, crashing to a halt. Of course, if you're a parent, you're thrilled because your kids are going to be back in school as of next Wednesday. Now, the colleges typically start uh, a week earlier. I know my grandson started at UB. I think this week, so colleges a week earlier. And then the uh, public and the gray schools and such start, uh, well, they usually start the, the Wednesday after Labor Day. So that's what's on the docket for today. Get on, you know, Please get on board. I'd love to hear about your summer, uh, the highs, uh, and how about maybe some of the lows, if there were any. I really didn't have any. I mean, the, the only lows for me were if I had to do something outside, checking the, uh, checking the weather reports. And looking at the sky, looking at the radar, and wondering, am I going to be able to get to do this or not? Or is Mother Nature going to going to throw a wrench uh, into uh, into my plans? And I was pretty lucky uh, this year that really didn't happen, except for uh, one time. Uh, it did happen on a Sunday afternoon where we were supposed to do something, 
and uh, the weather report was predicting nothing less than Armageddon coming, uh, you know, f- from the sky. So uh, we deferred and decided uh, probably best not uh, to undertake uh, that particular uh, venture that day because uh, the weather was really, it, it was really iffy. And then I guess later, as it turned out, it did get really bad in the area that we were supposed to go to. So no harm, no foul there at all. Let's go to Sandy. Sandy, you are on. Tell me about your summer. Hi, Dick. I'm from, uh, Larry and I are from your class of Pemar East, 1970. Oh, my goodness. I know you. Yes, I know you. (laughs) But this summer, we celebrated our 50th wedding anniversary. Well, that's certainly memorable. And not to mention that uh, we had our little 50 plus 2 thing last weekend. Well, congratulations to you. We um, we went on a cruise to Hawaii, and we went around all the Hawaiian islands, it, and it was beautiful. And then this past weekend, we had a, um, a 50th wedding anniversary party at our home. Actually, we're in Lancaster, Pennsylvania now, and we had all our uh, family here for that. We renewed our vows. And then yesterday was my Camorese class of 70, 70th birthday. Wow. So you did have a you did have a, a summer for the ages, so to speak. Huh, Sandy? It was all good, huh? Yes. And the weather was beautiful all summer. We had a beautiful summer weather. And it was nice to be able to go out and be amongst friends and go to restaurants. And even our cruise was um, it was amazing. That's great. Um, well, Sandy, it was always nice to hear from you, and I'm glad that you had a great summer. Uh, to our other listeners, if you have a summer story, good, bad, or indifferent, get on board at 803-0930, and we'll talk more end of summer after the break. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there.
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Lucas, that was an excellent find. I have to tell you, for for a young fella, I didn't expect that. I didn't. I didn't see that one coming. And I know that song. I did not see it coming. Eight oh three oh nine thirty is the number to get on board. And as if you can't tell, we're sort of putting the the wraps on the summer of of twenty twenty two. And I'm throwing it out to you to find out. Uh, give me your review of the summer of twenty twenty two. And that rhymed. And I had no intention of doing that. I really didn't. That was totally improv, by the way. It doesn't happen very often where you come up with something so profound and you're just uh, pulling it out of the out of the air. And you know, I thought of one other kind of bad thing about the the summer of 2022, and I know that many of you have been affected by this. I do think it was a bad summer for allergies. My allergies have never been as bad at times, as they have been this summer, in fact, including today, by the way, as you can probably tell by my voice, uh, there's just a lot of stuff floating around out there. So I think what happens, and again, I'm not a horticulturist, so what do I know? But my best guess is that with the weather that we had being so nice, so hot for the most part, uh, even with the minimal rain that we had, that I just think there's probably a lot more plants that were flourishing releasing a lot more and different kinds of pollen uh, into the air. And our bodies are probably not used to some of the stuff that's, that's floating around. So in any event, uh, yeah, that's another downside uh, uh, to this summer. One of the few downsides to this summer, uh, allergies, absolutely horrific uh, this summer, which is not fun when you're talking on the radio or when you are otherwise performing on stage with people. But that's why they make all those fancy uh, antihistamines and stuff. You know, keeps the drugstores in business. The drugstores are very happy because of the intense uh, allergy season. 803-0930. I'm Dick Bowerly. I am in for Brian, and I am in for Joe. But actually, Joe is here. Unlike Elvis, Joe is in the building. He just stopped in for a visit. Uh, Joe will be covering, he will be covering for David from 10 to 2. And, uh, you know, sneak preview as usual. He has uh, Lauren Fix will be on talking cars. And at 1 o'clock for his weekly visit, my high school friend, by the way, name drop alert, uh, Carl Calabrese will be on with Joe. I just saw uh, Carl last week at our Kenmore East 50 plus 2 year reunion. And I've known Carl since eighth grade, so always a, always a joy to talk to Carl. So he'll be on with Joe at 1. And Lauren Fix will be on at 12.30. You know, I was listening to uh, last week when uh, David had Lauren on, 
and I was I was blown away because she was on a she was on a rant about electric cars. And that happens to be something that I could easily go on a rant on, and which I've done actually uh, on this on this very program or other programs I've been on on WBEN. You know, I'm not. I don't believe that we are ready yet for electric cars for 50 million reasons, many of which Lauren cited in the show last week. The the one thing that she said though that I hadn't thought of. I don't know if if you are a car junkie or not, or you just. Uh, you're cruising the channels on TV and you run across a Meekum auction or something and they're pretty addicting. You know, you'll see, uh, for me, I'll see all these cars from the, you know, from the sixties that you used to see at places like Ted's or Pat's hot dogs and racing up and down Sheridan drive. You see all these cars that where they were like a dime a dozen and at auction. Now they're going for like $85,000, $90,000. It just blows me away. But like Lauren was saying, how would you like to be the guy that goes to one of these auctions and you finally see that 1966 GTO that you always wanted, that carbon footprint uh, destroyer, your 1966 GTO with the 389 engine, and you actually have the means to buy it. So you spend maybe in excess of $100,000 for that car, and then what if they pull the plug on that car in three years? Where all of a sudden, uh, well, we're going to have a gas tax now that if you have a gas vehicle, uh, you have to pay a surcharge of $1,000 a year for the privilege of driving that vehicle. Or what if it gets outlawed altogether? So that was something that she brought up that I did think was, uh, was kind of interesting. Like, you know, you buy these cars as an investment. Uh, unlike houses, most people buy these cars. They enjoy them for a while before they either age catches up with them or whatever and they decide that they want to they got they have to put them up for sale but what if you know you're you, you have means and you're younger and you say I'm going to keep this 66 GTO for at least 20 years well what happens if in year 13 you can't drive it anymore which could be the case in places like California which by the way I'm sure you're all aware that uh, as being the leading proponent of wanting to do away with all fossil fuel vehicles by, what is it, 2035? And now they're telling people, don't charge your electric vehicles. Our grid isn't strong enough. Turn your air conditioning off. Don't charge. I mean, come on. I have to laugh. It's, I mean, I could either cry, scream, or laugh, but I, I opt to laugh on, on that. Just, it just goes to show you that, uh, well, let's not even go there. Let's not even go there. It's a nice day outside. 803-0930, 803-0930. We are putting the wraps on the summer of 2022. So I ask you, how was your summer? Uh, again, the Chicken Wing Fest, which is an annual event being held this weekend at Highmark Stadium. I guess it's okay for me to mention it because everybody else is talking about it. And that should be... Uh, uh, a typically great event. I, you know, by the way, I was at the very, very first one, uh, way, way, way back when, when it was at uh, the old then Pilot Field. So the uh, Chicken Wing uh, Festival certainly has evolved, and it has gotten huge, absolutely huge. Now, not overly a fan of the eating contests. That just doesn't have any any interest, you know, for me. You know, great that somebody can eat like 5,000 wings in like three minutes or, you know, how many hot dogs. With all due respect to Joey Chestnut, 
you know, I, I guess it is a skill. I don't have that skill. I mean, a hot dog and a half, uh, hot dog and a half, and I'm done, right? And that that's it. But you know, to each their own. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna criticize, uh, you know, him him for that. That's that's what he does. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. Uh, talking about the end of the summer of 2022. One quick note. Uh, I do read the text screen, and uh, somebody did point out to me that uh, apparently we were talking about the Sopranos ending a little earlier in the show, and somebody said that, uh, now again, this is uncorroborative. I'm just going by what's on the text board, that apparently there was a Sopranos movie in the works, but uh, because the producers ultimately were aware that people thought the ending was really bad. And I, I would be in that camp. But obviously they could not do it because of the sudden passing of James Gandolfini. So that is that is sort of that is sort of interesting. You know, speaking of movies, by the way, speaking of movies after the fact, did you know that that movie El Camino that is on Netflix actually is the postscript to Breaking Bad? I don't know if you're aware of that. I, I was unaware, but it's really great. It, it picks up. The, I I thought it was great. Some people didn't like it. I thought it was superb because it really tied up all the final loose ends. So if you liked Breaking Bad and if you liked Saul, then if I may make a suggestion because, you know, winter is coming and there's going to be a snowy day and you have Netflix and you're going to go, oh, man, I'm, I'm done shoveling. What can I watch that's going to entertain me, I highly recommend the movie El Camino because it ties the whole Breaking Bad, Saul saga together. And I'll give you this much of a spoiler. What it does essentially, it picks up Jesse's story. Jesse, you may recall, was Walter White's uh, protege, if you will, or I should say Walter White was maybe his protege uh, in their little manufacturing business. So it, it tells the story of what happened to Jesse after Walter White is gone and Mike is gone and Saul is in jail. It, it, tells, that, it tells that story. Uh, and there are some really interesting flashbacks that answer some of the few remaining questions that were not answered in Breaking Bad. So if you want to talk about I, I really have to tip my hat to the producers of that of that triumvirate of great TV programming because they really did go out of their way to, to conclude each and every story. And you don't see that very often. And as I said, I was using the, uh, uh, the Sopranos ending as an example earlier. I don't know how we got off on movies, but that's okay. And TV shows. But again, it's the end of summer. So I guess the tie-in is this. With colder weather coming, perhaps you're going to be looking for something to watch aside from the Bills. And of course, uh, you know, hockey season's not too far behind either. So, but hey, when that hits, when that kickoff hits next Thursday night, if you don't think, th- hey, look, if you don't think summer is over on Monday, it certainly, you certainly can think that summer's over on Thursday because back to school, uh, back to football, uh, that basically marks for me, it's the end of summer. Again, I had a great summer. I, I hope that I hope that you did. Uh, to me, it was, if you had to title it, it was the summer of normal, or at least as close to normal as we think of as being normal. We don't have to revisit the summer of 2020. That was a fiasco. We don't have to celebrate much 
the summer of 2021. That was people, that was all of us sort of getting our sea legs back underneath us, where with restrictions, venues were opening up. Uh, most major acts, by the way, musical acts, national ones, canceled their their concerts because it, it didn't make any kind of sense for them uh, to, to travel and, and do shows in venues where people had to sit like five feet apart or six feet apart. So there was really very little normal about the summer of, uh, of 2021. Uh, was it better than 20? Yeah, it was by, you know, by a hair or two. But it was, it was still kind of frustrating in a way because you saw, you got a little bit of a taste of what used to be but really not enough of it. It was a tease. However, this summer, you got a full-on taste of just how great summers in uh, in western New York can be. Again, the, the, the produce, the weather was outstanding. Maybe too outstanding because, as I was mentioning a few minutes ago, uh, good weather usually means good allergies, and <laughs> I certainly have I certainly have them today. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. How was your summer? I want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. Would you, how would you grade this summer? If you had to give it a letter grade, would you give it an F, a C, a D? I would give this summer a solid. A plus, all things considered, the social events, the weather, uh, the general good vibe that was uh, that was in the air that had not been felt for at least the last two summers. I I love summer, and but I you know I can't I always have flashbacks this time of year back uh, to when I was in school. The best weeks of summer vacation, by the way, are always the first two weeks. You finish your final exam, right? And then it's you're just like, ah, we're done for months. And it seems like you're going to be off from school for an eternity, right? And then by about the middle of July, reality sets in where you start going, gee, I only have two more weeks of July. Then I have August. And then I'm back to school. So to me, the, the ultimate summer vacation was always the first two weeks from the final exam ending to maybe the week after the 4th of July. That was the best part of summer vacation. But after that, I was already starting to get into my, uh-oh, I have to go back to school mindset. And that was, uh, that was never, uh, never fun. And did you ever notice how at the end of summer, like maybe the last week in August, you always found something really fun to do with your friends, but you realized summer's almost over. Why didn't we do this in July? That happened to me, Lucas, that happened to me every year where we would find these really cool things to do, but summer was over. I mean, you know, dumb. I guess I just didn't have the right right group of friends. For sure. 803-0930. I am Dick B. I am in for Brian and Beamer. And uh, Beamer actually will be with you shortly. Uh, he'll be on at 10. And he's looking forward to giving you a great show. He'll be in for David at 10 o'clock. And uh, he'll have the usual gang uh, with him. He'll have Lauren Fix on at 1230. He will have my high school buddy Carl Calabrese on at 1. And I'm sure there's lots to talk about 
there. Um, but I'm not going to go there. But I'm sure that you know Carl's. Uh, you know Carl is our local political expert. He knows far more than I do. And uh, you know we'll we'll see what Carl. I'd be very interested to hear uh, uh, Carl's takes on uh, what's what's going on. He always has some good stuff. We had a great conversation, by the way, at our reunion. Details of which I cannot divulge on the air. We will keep them privately between Carl and myself, of course. I'll just say that we are, you know, we get along uh, absolutely, we absolutely get along great and always have since eighth grade, by the way, at Ben Franklin. Now you know my life story. I'm starting to sound like my brother Tom, aren't I? 803-0930. I'm Dick Bowerly. I'll be with you for a few more minutes. Uh, I have time to sneak in another call. If you want to get on board and quickly tell me your letter grade for the summer of 2022. A through F. I already gave it an A. Lucas, you got a grade for me for your summer. I'll go, uh, I'll give it an A. Yeah. I want someone to call and say it's an F, and I want to know why, you know? But I, I think that would be kind of hard to, kind of hard to do. But it was, it, it's been a, it's been a, it's going to be a, you know what? It is, it is kind of sad. Normally, aside from going back to school, going back to school always contained with it. A little bit of excitement too, you know. Who's you know? What's my teacher? Who are my teachers? What are they going to be like? Who's in my class? Um, that that part of it was exciting. And then, of course, going back to school also always coincided with the beginning of football season. I'm a football junkie, self-confessed. I should admit myself because uh, you know my wife will tell you that it's just obsession to me. This not to sound sacrilegious, but to me, opening day of the NFL season is like it's my Christmas. It's like Christmas for me. It's that or my birthday. I mean, it is it is that exciting a day. And granted, you know, the first week of the football season, weird stuff usually happens where really bad teams can look really good for a week and then they kind of come back to earth about a week or two later. And as we saw last year, sometimes Really good teams, like the Bills, stumble coming out of the blocks, which was what happened in their game against the Steelers last year. I never, I never expected that, that to happen, them losing to that team. Lucas, you were going to say something. Oh, no. Uh, no I can't, I can't uh, even pinpoint how many times I've seen the Jaguars uh, win week one and then go on to finish 3-13 and or 2-14 uh, and 14 in uh, previous years. Yeah, really, you know. <laughs> I'll tell you. Well, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, but I really hope everybody. Let's send out, and I want you, for me and you, I want you to do this. Take this weekend, and make it the perfect finale for the summer of twenty twenty two. The weather uh, is supposed to be nice. You've got the chicken wing fest. Uh, maybe you you have some friends with a boat. You can kind of like you know invite yourself on, or maybe you have some friends with that beautiful in ground pool. Maybe you can invite yourself over for a cookout. That's what I would do, you know. But in any event, make it make it count because I think let's celebrate that the summer of twenty two, 
And again, Lucas gave it an A. I gave it an A. I think many of you uh, would equally give it no less than probably a B, allergies notwithstanding. You would probably not give it any less than a B or a B+. Have yourself the time of your life this weekend. Uh, If you're going to a party, stay safe. Don't overindulge. But just take advantage and reflect back on, think of how far we have come from the summer of 2020, which I will tell you, that's an F, right? Any day of the week, the summer of 2020 is absolutely an F. I would give the summer of 2021 maybe uh, a C, but I got to give this summer an A because life went on for all of us in Western New York. It was an absolutely wonderful time for me. I hope you did have a wonderful time, and we will hopefully have an opportunity to talk more about this in the future. If I can come on, uh, if I'm ever on again for David or Tom, uh, who is uh, out of town uh, doing the Holland Oats thing, I think that's what he is doing. So in any event, I will say sayonara. Uh, have yourselves a wonderful day, and stay tuned for Joe Beamer, who is coming up next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.